Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, this podcast where we split a six-pack of beer and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here with a very special co-host today, the one, the only, Sir Michael Wells. Mike, how's it going? It's going. It's going. How's it going with you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, hopefully we can have you as a recurring guest or something. Absolutely. Um, uh, so what are we drinking today? Today we are drinking Bel Air Brown, brought to you by Shorts Brewing Company. This is a classic American brown ale, Ooh. and it's handmade by people Baby. who care in northern Michigan. Okay, um, I also downloaded a new beer app on my phone, so when we taste this, I'm going to rate it, but this is what it says about it. So it's a 7% uh, notes, nutty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's got a 3.1 stars user rating. It's out of five, so it's not too terrible. Um, IBU, I'm, I forget what that means, but that's 19. Um, it pairs well with beef and chocolate. Ah, maybe I, I probably am not going to like this. Um, okay, so this is what it says. Bel Air Brown is our flagship brown ale, full flavored with notes of sweet caramel chocolate and toasted malt. Bel Air Brown is balanced with a mild and earthy hop quality. This ale is dark and rich with a medium. Um, and then it cuts out. It's hardly claw. Yeah, that's it. All right. Let's so when you pick these beers out, do you just go to the store and like um, eating eeny, meeny, miny, mo? How does this work out? No, I, well, I, I try to pick them out by, uh, how cool I think the, uh, bottle looks or how cool the name is. Um, but then you said you didn't want an IPA and looking around Meyer for a beer that was warm, not cold. Cause I still was a long way home and I had to go grocery shopping uh, this is all I could find, really, that l- looked cool, unless you wanted to drink, like, Red's Apple Air, and that's not a beer that well, I'm gonna drink. I, we'd be better off drinking apple juice with gin in it, so. <laughs> Alright, well, let's open these up. Let's do it. I'm using a new opener today. Uh, Mike, it looks very good at opening that one. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a little difficult. Uh, okay. Alright, uh, why don't you go first and tell me what you think. Okay. I don't really have any way to describe it. Um, I, I guess whatever the app says, I agree. Yeah, it is very, like, malty. Um, tastes, I don't really like browns. They're, like, kind of my least favorite. I mean, it's not that bad. It kind of tastes like salted caramel peanuts. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to rate it 1.5. I don't even know if I go that low. No, I mean, I you, you don't have to. You don't. But you like a... I mean, I wouldn't go that much higher, though, so... <laughs> right, I guess I won't let me do a point five, so it's going to be a 2. That's what I'd say about a 2 out of 5. Which is 40%. It's still a failing grade. Yeah, so. well, this is a strong beer, so I guess for a brown ale, and I don't hate it that much, it must be pretty good. It's yeah. um, 7%. It's the same as Too Hearted, like I compare every beer to on this podcast. I can't drink Too Hearted, because... Why don't you like IPAs? I just... I'm not my steez, man. It's, mm. not, it's not what I'm into. And Too Hearted... It just really throws me off that there's a fucking fish on it, <laughs> and that's just gross. All right, well, now that we tried these, let's uh, just try to get into this podcast. Beer number one, sport. <laughs> I think this is the first time Mike, <laughs> yeah, Mike heard that. Drop? <laughs> that's the same drops we've always had. It's, I know, it's so just the little, Mel drops. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, so for the first topic... Of tonight, we're going to talk about sports, and let's talk a little bit about football. 
All right. Um, so today, I we believe today we have, or was it Saturday was the last day where they could sign their contracts? Uh, I want to say it was, I think it was yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, um, Le'Veon Bell did not sign his, uh, or did sign his franchise tag. He did not reach a long-term agreement with the Steelers. So he'll be playing under a one-year contract for the top, I believe it's the average of the top five in your league or 120% of your pay from last season. Yeah, it's crazy because he's getting basically four times what he's been making like this whole time he's been playing so far. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell sent out a tweet that said, I guess I just got to get better, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I don't know, Le'Veon. I don't think it's about how good you are. I think it might be about how much weed you smoke. Yeah, stop smoking <laughs> weed in the offseason. Jesus Christ. You ruined People my fantasy season a few times. At you. <laughs> um, and it also might be a, a bigger thing. Might be the shelf life of running backs, and Steelers might be kind of smart for waiting. Um, I mean, what are they gonna do if Big Ben retires next season? Which I'm pretty sure he will. And they don't have Le'Veon Bell. You know, they're gonna. I mean, I don't know if they don't have Big Ben, they're not gonna be uh, contenders anyway. So. Yeah, I, they are way worse off without Big Ben than they are without Le'Veon Bell. So, running, backs, running backs like a dime a dozen now. Right. This could be the last year of the Steelers. Like, I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of a dynasty. A dynasty of goodness. Kind of. Not, I mean, it's hard in the AFC to be a dynasty because there's the, the Patriots right yeah. now. Yeah. But other than the Patriots, it's been the Steelers. It's just, it's like the end of the And whoever had Steelers Peyton Manning. Era. Yeah. Steelers era, this might be the last season for that because after this, if Big Ben leaves, um, they'll have Antonio Brown still, but he won't be... Unless he's throwing the ball to himself, I don't see yeah. how he's going to play a factor. So. Um, and they probably won't have Le'Veon Bell. I can't unless they they rock. I can't imagine they're going to refranchise tag him because once you do it a second time, it's like a hundred and hundred and forty percent of what you made from the franchise tag year. So uh, so he's going to make twelve point one million in the franchise tags. He'll make hundred and forty. That's going to be like probably. 16, 17 million. That's way too much for a running back. Yeah, I mean, he's the best in the game. Um, well, arguably right. the best in the All game. Right, yeah, yeah. Second best, I'd say. Who would you say is the best? David Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's either David Johnson or him, you know, um, but he's been doing it longer and yeah. didn't get hurt at the end of last season. Um, but, yeah, so this is a Steelers team that had had a lot, has a lot of great players, and uh, it's going to be weird seeing them. But uh, Kirk Cousins also did not sign or did not reach an agreement with a uh, with the Redskins, so he will be playing under the franchise tag, which he's going to be making bank. Let me see if I can find the numbers. If you have any thoughts on that, it's just weird that he hasn't had like they haven't given him what he wants yet. He's clearly the best quarterback for that team. They're not going to do better on the open market or in the draft. Well, he's not. He's oh, why are they have not giving him enough yeah, money? That's what I'm saying. He's still got, like, another six, seven years of good football in him. Well... He's, like, what, 27? Yeah, he's young. Um, I just think... I think it's just, like, they're not offering him... They're not offering him so much because it's, like... They offer him... Because he's not, he's not going to take something less than what Derek Carr made, which is 25 a year. And he's going to get... <laughs> I think from... Let's see, hold on. On May 2nd, after the draft, we made Kirk an offer that included the highest fully guaranteed amount upon signing for a quarterback in the NFL of history, $53 million guaran- and a guaranteed total of $72 million for injury. The deal would have made him at 
least the second high player by average per year in NFL history. But despite our repeated attempts, we do not we have not received any offer from Kirk's agent this year. Kirk has made it clear that he prefers to play on a year to year basis. And this is from uh, uh, someone named Allen, team president Bruce Allen. Okay. Um, so it sounds like Redskins are trying. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Kirk Cousins? Why would you do that? Dude, this is what the this is what the NFL is going to turn to. And so you blow your knee out and then that's it? You're just going to ride out this one-year deal instead of a guaranteed $72 million. I don't get that. All right, so if he, if he sits again... So wait, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what he makes this year. Like under the franchise he earning. So he's going to earn $23.9 million this year. And it's, this is his second year of being franchise tag. Third year, I think it's like... A ridiculous percentage if he gets franchise tag in. Okay. I didn't even know you could keep getting franchise tag year after year after year. I thought it's like two and that's that's it. Okay, so here's I could be wrong. Here's what they here's what this article says if if he doesn't sign. It says Cousins didn't counter the initial offer, knowing if he was franchised, he'd make twenty three point nine million guaranteed, which is this year. And then hit free agency in two thousand eighteen or be tagged again. If the latter occurred, he'd make either $28 million guaranteed under the transition tag or $34.5 million under the third franchise tag. So 34 plus the 23.9 here plus uh, what he made last year under the franchise tag is going to add up to more guaranteed money. I guess he's got, them, he's got them in their pocket, but you got to think about injuries, man. You get injured, that's it. Or you one have, good, like, I guess... injury, you know? Quarterbacks are just a passing league now. Quarterbacks are super valuable, and you have one that's even serviceable. You're gonna get paid, and you know he's 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 gambling a little bit, but um, he he's probably gonna maintain the strides he's been making. You know, just stay the course, not be super great. <laughs> Mike just said this beer is gross, but whatever. Sorry, shorts. This is our first one we didn't like of yours, I believe, but anyways, so. He's going to make a lot more money doing this playing year to year as long as he stays healthy, which he has done for his career. I mean, it, it will take – it's not more than him getting hurt. It's more than him having a career-ending injury, which tell me one quarterback that's had a career-ending injury. I, I guess that's true. I just always think about the what-if factor. Like if I was Kirk Cousins, there's no way I'm not signing a long-term deal. Well, also he plays for Washington, which might not be – maybe he doesn't want to play for Washington. I mean, I can see why they're a bunch of fucking racists. Right, they have a, a really maybe he's really like Native American proud. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably American not. Way. But uh, the real question for us, being fans of the Lions, is this the way of the future, and are we about to be the second to experience it with Matthew Stafford? I sure as fuck hope not. Because, I mean, Stafford still doesn't have a contract, and everyone was saying they were waiting for. Derek Carr to sign a deal, and maybe Kirk Cousins. You know, but no one thought Kirk Cousins would make more than Derek Carr. But over the term, especially if Kirk gets franchised again, they will be making more than Derek Carr. Stafford, so in the last year of his deal, could get franchised next year if he doesn't sign. He will, I'm assuming. But the year after will be the question: Is do you want, do you want a like a third of the money from your team going to one player? You know, that's an insane amount. Yeah, I don't, but I do with him. I want Stafford, but there is a, there is a point where you just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like, look what's happening with Indianapolis. And they gave Andrew Luck mm. all that money. Like, they, they suffered in other parts of the ball. Right, well, so that's, 
that's what I think about the Lions. Like, I'm really afraid. I really want Stafford to sign because uh, I think he's a really good quarterback, and I think he's more than capable of winning a Super Bowl. But then I got to think, okay, I know he's he's not he's not the best one in the league. We know that. Um, it depends on how high he goes. Golden Tate thinks Matt Stafford is like God. I mean, I think I read he's this really article good. on Bleacher Report about how like Golden Tate's like begging for them to get a deal done, and how he never wants like he wants to play with Stafford for the rest of his career, and he helps us here in Detroit. Hmm. I mean, I want. I feel I would the like same that way too. too. Obviously. Right. We just need a. Uh, need Calvin Johnson to come back for a year. Dude, we just need <laughs> Calvin Johnson and the Lions to like kiss and make up because that shit breaks my. They heart. invited him to training camp. Yeah, I saw that, but that doesn't mean anything. I thought it, for a second I was like. <gasps> He's coming back. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be nuts. But, no, I, that sucks, man, because it's like that's our generation's Barry Sanders, essentially, and he's getting the same kind of fucking treatment that Barry Sanders got, and that's just, that sucks. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I don't know what he's expecting, uh, Calvin. Like, what what he wanted them to just let him go. I, like, you want, you want the Lions to just let go of the best player they have? <laughs> yeah, I... Just, if you want to get out, you can kind of force a trade by not playing for us. I know it will hurt your image, but I would rather... We're not just going to drop you because you want to be dropped. Right. You know, it's bullshit, but... Yeah, yeah bro. You're not Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> well, Marshawn Lynch, like, he's not the same caliber. You know, receivers last longer than running backs. Yeah. And Even though Marshawn Calvin Lynch, made so much more money, you know. Did you see this video a couple weeks, like a week or two ago of Marshawn Lynch working out on the beach? Mm-mm. This guy was working out on the beach doing, like, cone drills and shit in sweatpants and, like, Timberlands. And <laughs> was, was like, like not, good? <laughs> was not missing a step, dude. That guy, oh, my God. Uh-oh, draft stock. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I love me some Marshawn Lynch, and that guy is just looking like a fucking freak right now. Okay, well, speaking of NFL running backs, uh, the Cowboys' Ezekiel Elliott was involved in a late-night incident at the Dallas Bar on Sunday. And uh, he's already there's already been speculation that he's going to face a suspension for some domestic abuse he that happened in college, I believe. Um, so this is not look good for him. Um, one of the NFL's best young running backs on a star team. Even Dak was like either tweeting or publicly saying like putting Zeke down, saying he's not being professional. But it was about it was about the the body issue of ESPN that he did. Which I don't know why Dak would say anything negative about that unless Zeke like just wasn't putting the work in to like get better and make the team better, you know. What exactly happened now? Because I uh, okay, so this uh, I had a half drunk sleep. So this is um an article on NFL.com. Let's see. Okay, so. Elliot's representatives declined to comment on specifics tied to the incident. There was no police report and no arrest or detainment, Elliot Treps told Rappaport. In a statement, Dallas police confirmed to NFL Network's Tom Pelissero its investigation and alleged... uh, I'm having trouble reading this. (laughs) It's investigating an alleged assault that occurred at a club bar and restaurant in Dallas on Sunday night where Elliot reportedly was in attendance. The police did not list Elliot or any other potential suspects in the statement. Elliot has not been arrested, Dallas Police spokeswoman Melinda Gutierrez told Pelosuro. So, um, I think it, it doesn't even, it might not even be anything, actually. So something happened at a bar that Zeke apparently was at? 
those guys, like, they just got to lay low and they go to the bar. Like, at Bailey's, we'll get, like, certain, like, Lions players and stuff because, I mean, it's during, like, the offseason, you know, it's mm-hmm. Dearborn's right by Allen Park. So, you know, they'll come into the bar and they're Ooh. just, like, so, like, calm and quiet. They'll come, like, one or two dudes, like, hide in the corner where no one can see them. I don't know why everyone doesn't just act like that. Like, when you're in the spotlight, like, this guy, like, Dude, he wants it was to probably nothing more than a shouting match because everyone fucking hates the Cowboys. And <laughs> to that. Like, but don't even get talked about. Like, I mean, it could be nothing. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll, give, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but he is under investigation for uh, domestic assault with his girlfriend. He was girlfriend. probably being an asshole. It, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't like the one starting it because I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, be quick to doubt it, but I just you know we got to be fair. Um, so that's the big NFL news Um, Mike I don't really like talking baseball that much but uh, you're a pretty big baseball Uh, fan anything you want to mention about that I just well I mean did you ever touch up on the home run derby last week I talked a little bit about Aaron Judge I want to confirm that that Aaron Judge is a fucking animal (laughs) I was like seriously like and he's a rookie baseball came, came back right it's back on now yeah, yeah baseball's back on for a couple of days now. Did you uh, get any more home runs? I know he's uh, leading the MLB as a rookie so. with 30. I saw him the other night when they played the uh, the Red Sox. I saw him get robbed by Mookie Betts on a home run. That was a pretty good play. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but uh, I think that that kid's he's only 25 years old. He's going to hit like 60 home runs this year, his rookie year. Oh. So you got to figure he'll probably play for like 15 years and hit at least 40. Mm. He's going to be up there. Yeah, last week I was sent talking about how uh, it's really good for baseball that he plays for New York, because uh, oh, he could there couldn't be a better team for him to go to than right. New York. Baseball has like an aging fan base. Like I, I heard the average fan is like fifty four years old. Oh, I believe it. I mean, I don't really like baseball. I'm strangely, I like listening to it and I like like hearing stats about it and talking about it, but I just don't really like watching it. Yeah, I can understand because I mean, there's I don't really. It's just because I've been I spoiled the with game football. I respect baseball, but watching it, I definitely understand people don't like it. Is that like the first sport you grew up on? You probably used to play it or something. I, I mean, I played a little bit when I was a kid. I just, I don't know. I just, it's just something about it. Like, just the history of baseball is like kind of what intrigues me. And if you really think about like what they're doing, it's really difficult. Right. Like, I mean, I know. I understand that. They have like that. less than like a tenth of a second to decide if they're going to swing at a hitting ball. A, them, like, hitting a ball. Hitting a ball. an hour. Hitting a ball with a bat is, like, the hardest thing to do in any sport. Yeah, and, like, seeing people do that kind of shit, like, it's, I just think that's entertaining. I, I, I mostly like going to the games. Going to the games is a lot better than watching on TV. Like, honestly, if you turn it on right now, I, I wouldn't really be paying attention that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep track of what's going on, but... Nah, I mean, I disagree. I don't like going to the games either. Oh, going to the games is a fucking blast. I mean, okay, okay. I will say I like going to the games, but... Not to fucking watch baseball. Just. No, oh, no way. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. It looks the same, and I'm just afraid I'm going to get hit with the ball the whole time. If I'm sitting behind, like, where there's no net, uh, that's happening. I, well, it's not, I never got hit with the ball, but I've been afraid. And this is coming from someone who's been to Justin Verlander's no-hitter. His first one. Uh, and, dude, that would make me... Oh, my God. I was a little excited during that, but I, you know... You should have been a lot of excited during I remember watching that on TV. I was more excited for my friends being excited. I remember this was the start of last season. Uh, it was opening day, not like home opening, like the home opener, but opening day of baseball season. 
And I'm sitting at this bar, and I'm watching Justin Verlander pitch. And it's like the seventh inning, and this guy hasn't given up a hit. And I'm just sitting there in my head thinking it, because you don't talk about that shit. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting next to this guy, and this guy's hammered, and we're just talking about it. And I was like, he, he struck somebody out. I think they were playing the Marlins. He struck someone out, and I was just like, God, what a good pitch. And the guy next to me goes, he's throwing a no-hitter. <laughs> and I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. And sure enough, like two batters later, he gives up a hit, and I was just fucking so mad. Dude, at uh, Justin Verlander's first one that we were at, Eric kept saying, oh, look, he's got a no-hitter going, and Mike and Mike and Kruk just kept hitting him, punching him. Really? <laughs> but hey, he still threw a no-hitter. Jinxes aren't fucking real. Or maybe it's because we were in the upper decks and he couldn't hear us. I right. don't know. Uh, well, I just got an Aaron Judge update. He didn't hit a home run, but he threw... Uh, he threw a ball 98 miles an hour from to home plate to gun down a runner. Oh, my gosh. This guy the is, guy is the future. The He's Yankees, like 280, dude. Yankees aren't there yet but because um, they're not even in first place, right? Of, of their so. division, even. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they're just well, – This is that's what a rebuild looks like, Tigers. That's trust in the process. Uh, no, uh, there we go, the Tigers. I really hate the Tigers situation. Because they have so many players that I just don't want them to get rid of. Like, well, they're not going to trade Michael Fulmart, which is smart. Oh, I just made a case in the podcast last week that I was really oh, stupid. Oh, no, he's so young. He's got to be a part of the rebuild. And then I don't want them to trade J.D. Martinez. Why? But they're probably going to. I, Wait, I get why? they'll get the most back for him. Wait, no, 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 no. First of all, they'll get the most back from Michael Fulmart, but J.D. Martinez in the last year of his deal. If you're going to suck this year, why, why wouldn't you trade him? Cause he could come back. I, I, I like he it. can come back and resign. I just see, yeah, he could, but he's just to delay the rebuild even longer. No, dude, he can. I, he makes this team better, right? Yes, but doesn't put us over the edge. No, but he's not. So he's just going to keep that. us in purgatory, like the Pistons no, and the Red Wings. No, 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 no. He's not so late for that. First off, Unless the Tigers think- are in purgatory because of management and just their fucking their whole fucking team organization. Alavila needs to go. Right, but do you think that's going to happen? Like, the, whoever, whichever illish kid is in charge of these teams now needs to be fucking shot in the face. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But six is not in Dark turn. Dark turn. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, obviously, that happened. Hey, all, all nine of you listeners. <laughs> obviously, Please. that happened. I don't have a problem with that. Don't but take they, that seriously. Seriously, I got to recommend it, though, man. Okay, I think this is a great t- conversation because I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I think they should trade Michael Fulmer because they can get the most back from him. Um, I think the time for that has probably passed, but you can still do it next year because he's young. Um, but the thing with pitchers is um, he's like – he has top five potential, so I get why you would keep him, but what's the point of keeping him if the rest of your team is going to suck? Um, from what I hear, and this is all, I don't even like baseball, but this is just what I hear from the radio or read online. Um, we have not a very good farm system, and we that don't. needs repleting, so why not trade Fulmer for like four or five uh, decent prospects when we're not going to win anyway and we kind of need to suck to get better draft picks? And we, well, we need to draft well, I guess. I mean, it doesn't really come down to drafting well because, I mean, you know what you get, like, pretty much for the top. Because a lot of these guys, they come up out of nowhere. Okay. Like, there's first-round talent. That's obvious first-round talent. But, like, half of the guys who are drafted in the first round every year, they're, they turn out to be nothing. And the same thing with guys in, like, farm systems. Like, we'll trade Michael Fulman for four prospects. They're just that. Out of those four prospects, we'll maybe get one guy, which is what he was, pretty much. I mean, people mm-hmm. knew he was going to be good, but... 
the way he's came around, and he's still so young. I don't even know how old he is, but he can't be older than like twenty four years old. He's right. You know, he he likes playing here. I remember hearing something about that last year. How he likes being here. Like he'll be here for a while, and it's not like this rebuild's going to take ten years. What if it takes two, three years? Uh, if it takes two, three years, I guess, but I don't see how it. Well, then we'll have Michael Fulmer in his prime. Right, but I don't. I don't see how and you, you can. You don't re- know what you're going to get in return for that. I I understand, but I don't see how this rebuild could take two or three years without dealing somebody with the return that Michael Fulmer can give you. They should have traded Justin Verlander last year. Yeah, they should have. But Cause, well, I can understand because well, they're you you claim like they're a purgatory for manager reasons. They're not in purgatory yet. They've only been bad for. They were only barely bad last year, and they're not like. I guess they're not technically out of it this year, but though, I mean, if there's one, this is my opinion. This, if there's one player you gotta trade, it's JD Martinez, and you gotta trade him as fast as you can because he's not guaranteed to come back next year. And why would he resign with us when we're not gonna, we're not gonna be any better? Than no, I get. I just really don't want them to. That's probably all comes down to you're being just, selfish. You, I just yeah, you're really being biased, which I understand. I'm, I feel like that with the Lions. I really don't want them to, just because. He pretty much rebuilt himself here in Detroit. Because when he was in Houston, he was I th- I'm pretty sure he was like a, a high-round draft pick. Oh, yeah? He looked like a bust. We claimed him off waivers. He came here and look at him now. He's he's amazing. Okay. Well, yeah. See, I don't... He's a great middle-of-the-order middle guy. His defense isn't that good, but his offense is enough to offset that. Right. And I think that's what could make him a tradable. And you can get, like, a prospect or or two back. Oh, no. I'm. You could definitely get... a. A solid prospect and probably a second one for him, but I just don't want to see it happen. So if we could trade, if we could somehow trade Verlander, JD Martinez, Alex Avila, Justin Wilson, and Michael Fulmer, and get back like ten prospects, you wouldn't do that. At this point, yeah, because I I'm not I'm not an idiot. They're not gonna go anywhere with what they have right. now. I just say. If I had to pick, okay, if I had to pick one untouchable, Michael Fulmer. If I had to pick two, it's J.D. Martinez if you can re-sign him. But if they can't, I guess they, this is, I mean, now or never. Cause <laughs> yeah, I, you, well, you can't, you can't guarantee you're going to re-sign him. No, you and can't, uh, yeah. I don't think, I, honestly, I don't think he would re-sign even if we don't trade him. Because uh, we're not going to win. And he's going to want to go, he's going to want to win. Everyone wants to win. Yeah. And someone's going to be able to offer him more money. Because don't we have a lot of money tied up in salary? Yeah, and, and fucking Victor Martinez and Miguel Cabrera, who I hate to bad mouth because Miguel Cabrera is my favorite player since before he was a Tiger. <laughs> God damn it! Why do we pay them so much money? Yeah. Um. What do you, so? What do you? How do you feel about Justin Wilson and trading him? I know he's uh, a really good closer. Doesn't matter. Guy gets a save opportunity every like seven games because we're never fucking in it. Like, because the rest of the bullpen sucks. You might as well trade him. Well, I I think we're winning right now. I, right now, the Tigers are. Last I thought, <coughs> we do have me. a winning record against Kansas City, which is we're cool six up six zero, but and it's in the second. Oh, that's a big lead. That wait six zero in the second. Cause I hey, third, sorry. Okay, yeah, just okay. Okay, um, well that's too much baseball talk for my blood. So let's t- <laughs> let's talk about something else I talked about last week, and that's the NBA free agency. Now we went over where everyone's where everyone went. Um, what do you think is going to happen? What I think is going to happen is Golden State is going to sweep Cleveland again. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one really close the gap. If people are saying, like, well, what if Houston ends up getting Carmelo Anthony too? Would they close the gap? And, like, I think about it. Like, if they close the gap, it's as much as, like, the door being cracked open a little bit and you just 
push it closer to being shut, but you still don't close because <laughs> no one's going to touch them. Right. Well, um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't think anyone's beaten Golden State. I think there is, there is a way, um, and I think that the best chance is not in Houston. I think it is if Carmelo Anthony gets traded to Oklahoma City, like I said last week. Ooh, ooh. And it'll be a one-year thing, but then you're going to have Paul George... Uh, Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, um, fucking Sam Adams is that his name? Steve Adams. Stephen Adams. Steve Adams. Sam Adams. That's the that's a beer. This is the Split <laughs> Six podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. I really liked Oklahoma City's uh, moves uh, to try to get. I know because they could lose both of those guys next year. But yeah, which. They get like Carmelo. They they need they need that kind of a score, and then they got Paul George. Is oh, uh, no, because they already have that kind of a score in Russell Westbrook, someone who doesn't play defense well and pads their stats and needs the ball in their hand. R- R- Russell Westbrook's that dagger, and but Paul. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Paul George is a really good two way player. Right? Oh, Paul George is probably the best two way player. Right, Stephen Adams is good at defense. Yeah, and so th- they need that. They but need that. you need more than just some, one guy guarding the perimeter and one guy guarding the paint. Russell Westbrook, terrible at defense. He pads his stats. That guy was gunning for a triple-double every game last year. Right. I just, I don't think that's, a, I don't think Carmelo Anthony would say that because Car- Carmelo Anthony's garbage on defense too. Well, right. But I don't, I, don't, I don't think Russell Westbrook's like garbage at defense. He might not be that good, but he's not James Harden bad. <laughs> but not many people are. are. No, no. <laughs> Another team in the West that I'm kind of like looking out for is Minnesota because I really like what Minnesota. Oh, I want doing. Minnesota to be good. I th- dude, I think Minnesota is going to be great this year. Jimmy dude. Butler is amazing. They're going to make the playoffs. I guess it That's depends for sure. on uh, Towns and uh, Wiggins. See how they can pro- progress more. I, I I just look at their starters and it's great that they have Jeff Teague now run point. Uh. Oh, they got T. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got cool. Jeff T. He was from Atlanta Butler. a few years ago, right? Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, the mm-hmm. cat, Gorgie Dang. He's a solid center. Jamal Crawford coming off the bench. I, I feel like <laughs> if anyone in the West could, uh, I don't even feel like a like that's the right thing to say. Now I'm I don't say think it's could bad. give Golden State a run for their money. I'm quotations because that's not gonna maybe happen. like three years. Well. Butler's only on a two-year deal, and he's not staying. I doubt it. Oh, probably not. But I mean, so maybe maybe not this year, but next year, assuming maybe Clay leaves or something. Yeah. Oh man, that, yeah, I'm really high on them. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Oh. Oh. So I was gonna say like, who's the center for the Wolves? Timberwolves. Uh, Gorgie Dang. Yeah. Um. Your center position doesn't even matter anymore. It really doesn't. I mean, the center for Golden State. Pachulia, right? Zaza Pachulia? Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't. Unless you, unless you <laughs> they should just play without him. him. <laughs> so they, I could play center for the Golden State Warriors. Draymond and Green would... plays center for the Golden State Warriors <laughs> in most lineups. So, I mean, it really... That really is a dead position, and that's why I hate that the Pistons have so much money wrapped up in their center position. I know, I know. We're, Pistons need to trade Drummond, or the league needs to change to a league where they're not allowed to like do the hack yeah, yeah, if they if they got rid of that rule, I think the Pistons would do so much better than they do. And it really sucks for that guy, too, because he looks so mopey when you see him on the court because he knows he's not going to be in the final quarter and he's going to get fouled every time he is, so it really sucks. All right, well, that's all the time we have for the sports segment. We're going to have to move on. Um, 
yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully you like Mike's takes on baseball. That's rare. Beer number two, entertainment. All right. As you all are probably expecting, um, I want to talk for a second about Game of Thrones. Uh, I came back yesterday with its first episode titled Dragonstone. Uh, it was a good episode. We're not spoiling anything because Mike doesn't watch it and probably never will, but we're not going to talk that much about it for this segment. But I just want to say episode was good. Uh, I'm glad it's back. I'm sad it's only seven episodes this season. Uh, there was one really lame part about the episode, and I will spoil that. It was that Ed Sheeran was in it, and of course he was singing a, a, a song. That just sounds so fucking horrible. It was. It just really took you out of the moment, and uh, you know I don't I don't like hate Ed Sheeran or anything, but if you're gonna put him in Game of Thrones, just have him act, and then don't have him do what he's most famous for, and it's just so it was so silly. But uh, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, please watch it. I'll be talking a lot about it more uh, more often in this podcast as this season goes on. Um, if you do, uh, stay tuned. Subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts now, if you don't know. All Hopefully right. Ed Sheeran like, becomes a regular in that fucking show for like the first like four episodes, and then he just gets brutally murdered while singing. <laughs> if he's in another episode, I'm going to be very pissed. <laughs> I can right. imagine. Let's crack these second ones. Here, number two, as Melissa just told us. So, um, for the entertainment portion of this segment, since me and Mike don't really have any shared entertainment, uh, like movies or TV shows right now, since The Walking Dead's not on, um, we're gonna talk about the, the best form of entertainment for the fall, and that is fantasy football. And I know what you're thinking. We just talked about sports. Well, fuck you, because we're gonna keep and talking this is about so sports. so much better than regular sports. <laughs> so, Mike, uh... Are you excited for fantasy? Dude, I want to do every draft in every league I'm in right now at this current second, even though I know that's the stupidest thing ever, because <laughs> I just fucking love fantasy football. I love the draft more than the season. The draft is, well, for our our main league, the Booty Bowl, the draft is my favorite day of the year. Absolutely. Oh, can't wait. This year I have the lowest pick in the draft, and I've never had that before, so I'm not that excited, but... We will manage. Uh, we're also doing a Dynasty League for the first time this year. We're starting one up. That's Game of Thrones themed. It is Game of Thrones themed. The winner gets a sword that we vote upon this year. The f- for the first year, we're going to get Oathkeeper, the sword Brienne carries that was forged from part of the Valerian steel from the sword ice of the Stark House. Baxter, you know I do not speak Spanish. I do not know what that means <laughs> at all. Just in it for fantasy. I feel like if I win that league and I lose the booty bowl, I'm going to take that sword to murder whoever wins the booty bowl. Once again, <laughs> another dark path. Oh, that one's, that one's more okay because uh, yeah, probably it won't be me. Shooting the hell in the face. Oh, that was horrible. I still feel better. <laughs> All right, so fantasy football, Mike. Uh, this year it seems like... You mean are you, you versed in like the strategy? Done any mock drafts or anything? I haven't done any mock drafts. Oh, I have you're basically I've, no. I did never do mock drafts until like two weeks before the draft. You've been doing them for six months. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid because rookies weren't even. Thing yet. <laughs> I basically have a strategy for my first two picks, and that's not really a strategy. It's just guys who I think will follow me. What pick? All right, so. Guys, if you don't know, we're going to probably talk a lot about the Booty Bowl in our Game of Thrones League, so sorry if that's boring, but we kind of want to talk about um, it. I, fuck, I forgot. I think I'm He doesn't seven. even know his pick. No, I, I, it's either six or seven, but I'm pretty sure it's seven. Okay, that's horrible. I'm going to lose. No, it's six. Are you sure it's six? I'm sure, yeah. If it's six or seven, because Dylan's seven. 
Um, but this year, it seems to be reversal for the top picks. Uh, last year, it was the top. Dylan's eight. Dylan's eight? Oh, maybe yeah. I am wrong. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm, well, Dylan, this is Dylan's, like, fan, or mock draft for the first, like, two rounds, and he's got me seven and him eight. What so. are you talking about? Yeah. Dylan just has, where did you find Dylan's mock draft for the first Dylan round? sent me this, like, a couple days ago. You sure that's not for, is there 12 teams or 10 teams? There's 10 teams, and it's everyone in our league. I feel like Dylan's got it wrong then, but uh, we'll get back to that. But what do you think about the, um, how it switched? Like, normally every year, except for last year, the running backs went first. Like, last year, it was the, the it was usually Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, yeah. Odell Beckham, in redraft leagues, of course. But this year, uh, the running backs were back on top, followed by those three. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, Dylan's right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I was really thrown off because I don't know why I'm thrown off on it. It's probably these Oh, man, I was trying to trade up with Dylan, and now I don't think I'm going to anymore because I thought he was in your spot. Who are you looking to trade up for? Melvin Gordon. I feel like... What what are you at, nine? Ten. Oh, you're ten? Oh, okay. All right, so this is, um... Oh, this is Matthew Berry's top ten. This is not... The consensus top ten. This is just him. Everyone likes him, but I don't agree. It's Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, AJ Green, Jordy Nelson, LaShawn McCoy. I feel like a lot of those players are. I don't think one of those guys, if not two of those guys, are in the top ten. I don't think Jordy Nelson or AJ Green are in the top ten, at least in the Woody Bowl. Yeah, I think um, I only one I only one I disagree with is uh, AJ Green. I think instead of him, Melvin Gordon will be up there because if he falls yeah. to me, I'm taking him. I think you can take those two guys out, and this is in no order, and add Melvin Gordon and Devontae Freeman, and then I could I would say that those two are like eleven and twelve. Okay. Okay. So um, we're both drafted for like the same same area. Um, I. Was like a little wary about talking about my draft strategy, but I don't really care anymore. Um, I'm pretty. I've grown to be comfortable with my spot for the first two rounds. Um, I'm looking at getting a quarter or not a quarterback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Uh, that's bad. I'm looking at getting a wide receiver and a running back because those are the only times I've won when I've split it up a bit. Yeah, that's what I'm looking to do. So I'm going to take the best available of each when they fall to me. Uh, I'm. Fine with Jordy Nelson. I think that he was. I think he was the number number one or number two. Oh, dude! In the league last year. Having Jordy Nelson last year was. Old. Yeah, I traded him to you. Yeah. But I got good return value because I got Odell, and um, I mean I didn't make the playoffs, but he, they both they basically both put up the same amount for the oh, God, for the weeks we traded him last year. I lost in the fucking championship. That's mm-hmm. so depressing. So, who do you think the number one running back is? David Johnson. I will agree. I think it is David Johnson. Um, I have to look into his injury and see how he does in training camp or in uh, preseason. Just that's the only reason. I mean, preseason doesn't matter for much, but you got to make sure David Johnson isn't because he got injured like the last week of the season. Yeah, something like that. Um, then uh, so yeah, we both are agreement. David Johnson. Then who you got? Number two overall. Number Go two through overall, our top ten. Le'Veon Bell. <sighs> I well all right so we have to we have to preface this with uh, 
we don't know what's going to happen with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, we don't know if he's going to be suspended. I'm pretty sure I read that he's probably going to get suspended for one game. Okay, well, let's operate under the premise that he does not get suspended. Oh, in that case, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> in that case for me, if he doesn't get suspended, I am putting Ezekiel Elliott at number two. So then my number two is probably your number three, and your number two is probably not my number three. Yeah, my number, my number Zeke. three is Le'Veon Bell, and yeah. your number three, yours is Zeke. Yeah. Zeke. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's you just call him Easy E. I like that name for him. Yeah, isn't that his name, or did I just make that up? I, I think you, I've never heard that. I'm pretty sure you just made that up. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Easy E. If, cool. if it sticks, I'm going to be pissed that you don't get credit for it. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Split Six podcast. Download us on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. Okay, number four, which most, most uh, lists have the receivers. The, the big three receivers. And I'm going to stick with that, and basically it's going to be who do I think is the best out of those three receivers, and I'm going to say Julio Jones. I think Julio is the best, but I also think the Falcons are not going to get over their Super Bowl hangover because I don't know how you can. So I'm going to go with... That's like the worst hangover. Yeah, I'm going with Antonio Brown. Um, he's like pretty consistent. And I'm, I would take him, I think, with the fourth overall pick if I had it, and assuming the top three were gone. Well, no, I'm going to stick with Julio. And then I'll go Antonio Brown. And then Odell. Okay, well, I'm going... I'm going Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Jordy Nelson. <coughs> ooh. I would... Ooh. That's intriguing. I'll go Odell Beckham and then probably Melvin Gordon. Okay. Well. Well. All right. So let's 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 stay on track. So four. I have Antonio Brown. You have Julio Jones. Yes. Five. I have Odell Beckham. You have. I have Antonio Brown. Okay. Six. I have Jordy Nelson. Wait. You don't even have Julio in your top three receivers. No. Ooh. That's. That's bold. Super Bowl hangover. I know Super Bowl hangover. You gotta throw the ball to someone. And Matt Ryan's not any slouch. He's doing. I know, I know. Okay. I just got a feeling. Okay. Wow. What happened to Carolina and Cam Newton? Uh-huh. True. Uh, so who do you got for six? You got you got um. For six, I have Odell. Oh, you got Odell. Okay, so then we move on to seven. And you have Jordy Nelson. No, I I have Jordy Nelson at six. Oh yeah, so okay. No, I don't. Seven. I have not ranked Julio yeah, yet. Yeah, that's right. Out of seven, I got Melvin Gordon. Okay, so I'm should be expecting you to take Melvin Gordon. Yes. Okay. Oh, seven, I would put Mike Evans there. Okay. Eight. I would put... Oh, it's a toss-up between those two. LaShawn McCoy. That's who I expect you to take um, in this. If you don't take him, then I don't... If you like Melvin Gordon over him, then <laughs> then we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, eight, I have... Um... Oh, crap. So... Fuck. Eight. Eight, I got... That's where I have Julio. Eight. Oh my god. If he came to me at seven, I'd probably fucking shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. oh, eight? I would have to. Wait, didn't I just say eight? Yeah, you we're, just we're said. We're at eight. a nine. We're at a nine. That's where I would probably have to put Mike Evans. Okay, you put Mike Evans at nine. I mean, he probably should be ranked high. That's where I'm putting Melvin Gordon. And then ten is where I put Devontae Freeman. Ten is where I put DeMarco Murray. So, hint, hint, booty bowlers, if you listen to this, 
I'm probably going to be drafting DeMarco Murray unless one of the running backs, one of the other running backs fall to me. Um, I like him better than LaShawn McCoy. I like him better than Devonta Freeman. I don't. The only ones I, the only ones I don't like him better than is Melvin Gordon in the top three. So we'll see. Oh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, when are we doing that draft? We don't know yet. Um, but, okay, so here's some other interesting characters. How do you feel about Jordan Howard this year? Because he's going to be in your range of draftables. Right now, according to this, since you're pick, you're pick seven. Yeah. So, according to this, you're going to get... This is Matthew Perry's top 200. You would get Mike Evans, and then... So... One, Michael two, Thomas? Three, four. Oh, and Melvin Gordon. Wait, no. Because I'd be 13. Oh, you'd be 13? No, yeah, you're right, Melvin Gordon. That's a pretty decent team there. That's not going to happen, though. You don't think... Well, you could easily get... You wouldn't get Melvin Gordon, but you would could get Mike Evans if you want, I think. Oh, yeah. If I, no, if I, I have Mike heard Evans, rumblings I, that Mike Carls, who is a pick ahead of you, is going to surprise the league, and I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means he's going to take Mike Evans over Odell or something, or... I think he's going to go for one of those running backs. You think so? You think he'll take, like... He, I don't think he'll take Melvin Gordon there. He could take McCoy. He could take DeMarco Murray, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why I don't want everyone there's so down a, on DeMarco there's Murray. There's always a surprise in the booth. Why is everyone so down I'm on DeMarco down Murray? I'm not down on DeMarco Murray. I would pick him at 14. Hmm. But it sounds like I won't The real question is, does our friend Adam Copenhagen, who does not know much about football, take Adrian Peterson number I one I think overall? Adam Copenhagen's going to draft Marshawn Lynch first overall. Good. <laughs> I'm gonna show him that video of him working out in his boots, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh, I, like he's gonna sell it to me, like he's not gonna do it." But at the end of the day, he's gonna do that. Um, yeah, let's. See. I don't know. He'll, I could see. I think Copenhagen will probably take Le'Veon Bell, and then Eric will take David Johnson, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy could take Antonio Brown there. Those because Jeremy does not like Dallas. Let's so let's use our booty ball mock first round. Okay, so. Adam Copenin, number one overall pick. If you guys, if you guys are a fan of us and don't know our friend group, I'm sorry, but get us more subscribers and we'll talk about more relevant shit. So, number one overall, Adam Copenin. David Johnson. He's you not. He's not that big of an idiot. He's gonna take David Johnson. Okay. Well, look. This list has Le'Veon Bell. One. He follows lists and he follows names. He knows. Show me Yahoo rankings. He's not gonna take. You think? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> you think? You think he's just gonna go from Yahoo rankings? I guess he probably would. Let's see, uh, Yahoo Fantasy. Adam doesn't even know who Matthew Perry is. Yeah, that's true. Well, he probably does. Everyone always talks about him. All right, we got it right here. We're pulling it up right now, everybody. Sorry for the wait. Oh, hope this isn't a stupid-ass video. I don't know. So you think he'll take whoever's Yahoo's number one ranked, which is David Johnson? Yes. And he's the consensus number one too, and so is Antonio or Le'Veon's consensus number two. Okay, so yeah, I think he's taking David Johnson number one. Okay, well then you think Eric's probably taking Le'Veon anyway? So no, he, I think Eric would take. Is he? Is that what he said? Because I think Eric would take Ezekiel Elliott. Even at, not not with the suspension looming. Oh, yeah, no. If we drafted today... Eric is the kind of dude who would freak out over him missing one. And game. he would be... He's never had... Eric doesn't have top picks often. He would be ecstatic to get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, probably. And yeah. Yahoo does have Antonio Brown ranked third. So I think Jeremy takes Antonio Brown again. That He took him the year he won. Um, 
he won't be afraid to take him. He smoked weed with him before. True. <laughs> He's going to take Antonio Brown. And then it puts to Mitchell, and Mitchell will be super happy to get Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, poor Mitchell. He's never going to win. But... And Paul takes Julio, not Odell. Paul takes Julio. Yeah. And that leaves Mike Carls. That leaves Mike Carls with Odell, but he said he's up to something, and he thinks he's getting Odell. I don't know. Maybe it's Mike Evans. Maybe it's LaShawn McCoy. Maybe it's Melvin Gordon. All right, I'm going to say he's going to take Mike Evans, and I'm going to say he's going to do that because he had him last year. Uh, definitely a part of his uh, winning team that made that stupid-ass trade with Jeremy. Well, not it was good for him, but stupid for Jeremy. Yeah, fucking Jeremy <laughs> made me lose. And then okay, so I don't know. I'm okay, I'm okay with giving Mike Carl some Mike Evans, which moves on to you in that scenario. Which you're gonna have to pick for me because in that scenario, that just brings up a whole new scenario. Then you would probably take Odell, right? Odell, uh, Odell or McCoy, or, or Melvin Gordon. Oh, well, if you like Melvin Gordon better than But out of those, I'd have to take Odell. Yeah. Just because he's my favorite player. I like him a lot, too. And he's going to give me good value. Okay, so we'll give you Odell, and then that is going to move us to Dylan, who... Well, according to Yahoo rankings, Jay Ajayi is right there. I think Dylan would take LaShawn McCoy. You think so? Yeah. I Yeah, yeah. I'm positive Dylan would take LaShawn McCoy. I think he'll take J.H.I. He's been talking oh, about I him. don't think Dylan is that dumb. He had... No, no way, dude. I don't even think J.H.I. is a top 13 pick. Okay, well then we'll give Dylan... We'll give Dylan McCoy. And then there's... Um, then there's Kruk. Who, I don't know if Kruk does any research, but he has talked to me and I've expressed interest in Melvin Gordon, so he'll probably fuck me over and take Melvin yeah, Gordon. Pro- yeah. Which is the exact scenario that I've been expecting because I would prefer anyone, <laughs> besides LaShawn McCoy, I would prefer anyone above the top nine that have been taken. So that means I've got to take the guys I've been talking about in Jordy Nelson and, and DeMarco Murray, which are. 14 out of 15 on this list, which leaves this big this big gap of J.H.I., A.J. Green, Justin Howard, and Defonte Freeman. Well, I mean, I can't predict that you'd pick someone you wouldn't pick, so, I mean, I'm sure you'd pick those two guys. I I honestly, right, random, if we drafted today, I would. I would, because yeah. Jordy Nelson finished, I think, the number one receiver. Two years in a row, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm going to take him there. And I even though I hate him. And DeMarco, I don't understand why everyone's so down on DeMarco Murray. Why is that? I don't. I really don't know. Can he finish like number two? They're probably down on him because of what's his name? Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, and they have more weapons to pass to now. Yeah. My, my, all of my draft is based upon the Titans. Um, so. <laughs> God. <laughs> all right. So then I would wrap back around. It's the around. Tennessee thing, man. Yeah. Wrap, it would wrap back around to Kruk. There, if Kruk already has Melvin Gordon, we gave him. He's going to look for a receiver. I think he's, he's take not going to like any of them. Oh, no, he'll take A.J. Green there. Oh, I forgot A.J. Green wasn't drafted yet. Yeah, yeah Kruk will take A.J. Green there. Then it'll be back to Dylan, who had taken... Dylan will get what he wants. Then he'll get J.J. and LaShawn McCoy, because he wants J.J. Which would leave you with the guy you want in Devonta Freeman. 
right? That's what I would take, yeah. Unless you want, well, I know you dra- you had Leonard, for, or not Leonard Fred, Michael Thomas. I, I would you really consider like that? Michael Thomas, but I think... Would you consider that to go balanced? Cause oh, I, yeah, i consider it. Our league is rare because we have to start three wide receivers. We don't got that flex. Yeah, no, I, I would consider it, but at the end of the day, I'm taking Devontae Freeman because I got Odell Beckham in the first round. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you got a. Uh, sorry, I thought you got. I thought you got much. I keep. I keep just automatically giving you the Sean McCoy because I know you're a big Sean McCoy. Fan. I'm a huge Sean McCoy fan. <laughs> okay, so that brings us back to Mike, who took. We gave Mike Evans. He is probably taking Jordan Howard there. Uh, I would expect because I like Jordan Howard better than Leonard Fournette, and there's no other good running backs. I don't think unless you want to take a risk on Todd Gurley. Wow, Yahoo rankings are a little fucked. I don't know. We can't really dive deeper into this. So why don't we talk about um, the difference between redraft leagues and dynasty leagues? Because we're getting into dynasty leagues. You want to see the? Have you looked at dynasty rankings? Dude, I have no idea. Well, you're in one. Like, yeah, I should know what it's going to look like. But at the end of the day, I'm playing for a sword. So I don't really what pick are you in that? You know, uh, you remember? Late. Honestly, out of every, like, I'm only in one other league, but I'm probably this is the one I pay like, the least amount of attention to. Yeah, guess who's number one? You. No, in rankings. Is it Hugh Elliott? No. Who? Odell. Really? Yeah, because receivers have a, like a much longer shelf life. That makes sense. I and mean, it's like what half point PPR, right? Yeah, half point PPR. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's weird looking. What? So for this is the top two hundred forty for dynasty leagues. I'm gonna reach you like the top ten. Um, let me make sure when this when was when this is dated. June twenty eighth, so about a month ago, a little less than a month ago. Um, so number one, Odell Beckham Jr. That's uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I know nothing about dynasty leagues. So. Well, just think about it. Look, it, at, it look, makes sense. Let's look what pick you are. Well, while I'm here. Okay, so let's find Game of Thrones Dynasty. Mike, you are pick 10, so you are projected to get... Well, I don't think you would draft Sammy Watkins. Oh, fuck no. But anyone behind him is Not available. Not with that guy right behind him. Yeah, why wouldn't you draft, like, a lot of these players? Uh, dude, I'd draft, like, the 11 through 20 before I take Sammy Watkins. Why, so I can get a good game every three games? Yeah, you still get, like, J.H.I.E. and... Corey Davis. I think Corey Davis is going to be sick. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm, like, struggling with my pick. I'm Right now I'm deciding between probably four players. What pick are you? I'm number one. Yeah, because you ranked it. So I'm picking either. No, I didn't. There are people here. It's on Facebook. All right. I, I'm deciding between Odell, Mike Evans, leaning towards David Johnson, and Ezekiel Elliott. No Amari Cooper? Nah, gonna take Amari Cooper over, not, not over Mike you. Evans or a Beckham. No way. Um, but I, what I'm afraid of in this league is people are gonna go on Yahoo rankings and just fuck themselves for the future. Which is fine. You know, okay, so... Jordy Nelson is ranked 40th. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like this, it's so much different. And oh yeah, I'm so you said Yahoo doesn't have like dynasty rankings, right? 
No, they won't. Like the, on the draft, they won't. Because next year, when we do this again next year, you're going to be drafting rookies and free agents. We right. have twenty. This is going to be twenty twenty round draft. How does that work? Like you drop like the, the worst two players from your team or something like that. What are you talking about? Like with dynasty, like how many players do you oh, keep okay. like next year? Yeah, you can. I, I actually, I'm not positive. I have to look it up. I think I'm gonna do like a, a, a four or five round draft, and you can you have like a period where you can drop players and sign your rookies. Yeah, but hey, who lot. cares? If people are drafting off of that, fuck them. Yeah, I know. Let but take Jordan Nelson. He's like, what, 30 years old? Let's see. I think it says on here. Jordy is uh, 32. Oh, fuck, dude. Someone's going to draft him so high. Someone might draft him high and they'll have him for... Like, why is... I mean, if you wanted to win this league the first year, you probably could by just drafting everyone that's ranked by Yahoo's yeah, rankings. Then you're just fucked for the rest of the time. Then you're, yeah, you're screwed for the future. I mean, it's tough. I mean, because goes Odell, Mike Evans, Easy E, David Johnson, Le'Veon, Amari Cooper, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, Michael Thomas. Right, he, you, want, you want the thing about Sammy Watkins? Probably why he's there. Because they didn't tender him for next year. So he's a free agent next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like a, it's like a project pick. Oh, that's so weird. I know. It's going to be strange. Yeah, that's why Corey Davis... Corey Davis, I think, was drafted number one overall in, like, dynasty rookie drafts because wide receivers last longer than running backs, and that's why he would... Like, so I think Corey Davis and uh, Mike Williams and John Ross go ahead of, like, Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey and Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook. That's weird. Yeah, it's, I don't know why Jay Ajayi is so low, though. I guess because he could, like, bust out. I, I don't know why everyone's so high on J.H.I. Oh, because once he, like, figured out his shit, he did really good. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah, okay, well, I guess for this, that's, I, I don't know. How old is he? Like, 26? Let's see. J.H.I. is 24. 24? Mm-hmm. So receivers go a lot earlier in these, and that's because Odell is 24. He could play for another 10 years. Easy. Um, David Johnson's twenty five. That kind of scares. He'll probably only play another five years, honestly, because he's gonna see like thirty touches a game. He's already got an injury history. Man, this is a tough decision for me don't as a number one pick. I would love. Don't do it. <laughs> if anyone's in this league, I would love to trade back to like to like pick five. Then I'm because I'm fine with getting any one of these five. So I would love to. Five is, I think, the best pick. Let's see who that is. That is who I predict uh, probably wins this league um, for us. Let me take a look here. Number five, it Michael Fuck. Oh no, Jeff Warner. Cool. Who's Michael Fuck? Michael fucking Carl's because he won like the Booty Bowl last year. Ah, <sighs> but. Okay, anything else you want to say about entertainment section? We don't have to talk about fantasy anymore. Um, the show, you, you show, any shows you're watching? You, did you yeah, finish I'm, Fear the Walking Dead? I, I haven't even been able to watch any of Fear the Walking Dead this season. Really? Oh, good, because I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of you talking about it. I'm gonna, no, but it's like, it's at the mid-season break, so I have time to catch up for when it comes back around. Blah, I just blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Beer number three. I'm oh. gonna do it. Right now, the president grabs. I have to.
All right, we're on to the the best segment of the night, politics, and let's get these beers open before we get. We got a lot to cover in this segment, mainly about how terrible our nation has become and how in an article or via an article I had just read, we are close to becoming a laughing stock among among uh, the world. We're not already a laughing stock. We probably are. I mean, there's certainly some nations that they're laughing at a little bit more than us. But probably not really, actually. I mean, North Korea comes to mind, but North Korea is just doing what they're doing, so no one attacks them, you know. That's why anyone builds nuclear weapons, is so no one can use a nuclear weapon against them. Because if someone has a nuclear weapon, you're not going to invade because there's one coming back at you, and you're kind of, invading is kind of a irresponsible at that point. You know what I mean? I fucking hate America. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got from that. All right, we cool. are such a laughing stock. <laughs> yes, uh, that I did just read that on an article over here. Uh, let's see. Outgoing ethics chief. U.S. is close to a laughing stock. Um, as director of the Office of Government Ethics, Walter M. Schaub Jr. has often gone head-to-head with the Trump administration over conflicts of interests. Yes, the Trump administration, I can't believe this guy's president still. It's, some, every once in a while, just have these moments like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Um, did you, <laughs> did you see what he said about, uh, if he builds a wall, he wants it to be transparent so people can know if someone's throwing, like, big bags of drugs over the wall so they don't get hit by it. What? Yes. He said... This was on... I didn't read the article because the headline was just enough for me to just fucking shake my head. But it was, like, on Yahoo, like, whatever. Trump said that if he builds a wall, he wants it to be transparent. So if I build the wall, it'll have the best... Invisibility cloak all over the whole thing. <laughs> but no, he said he wants it to be The fucking Mexicans will just be running into it. <laughs> so if the cartel throws like bags of drugs over the wall, you can see the bags of drugs, like the bag of drugs being thrown, and it won't land on you and pummel you to death. How will they know where the wall is? That good fucking point. It's transparent. <laughs> but that's not the point. Does he really think that's how drugs are getting into the country? People like <laughs> just rolling them, like, like just letting them. All right, let's hope down. someone pays us for these. Yeah, <laughs> just floating them down the Rio Grande. Get the fuck out of here, God! He's such a re- oh, he's such an R-word. I almost just said it. Yes, come on. This is a split six podcast. Do split- not use words like that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I don't like to use that word. I, I I don't really use that word often unless I'm talking about Donald Trump. Hey, and uh, I accept. I accept that. You know, I don't accept using that word, but accidentally almost using it for our stupid president. That's okay. He is a fucking moron. Yes. Uh, yes, he's a, <laughs> a president of Twitter, pretty much. I don't know if he's hurting, hurting or, or helping Twitter's stock. I feel like he's kind of helping it. I've, honestly, I got my Twitter back. Because of because him? Because Donald Trump. Oh, wait, do you have, do you have it actually back now? Oh, it's back. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say I haven't, had, I haven't seen a net neutrality tweet in a while. Yeah, no, which I'm, I'm <laughs> is such a weird. Mike, uh, Mike's Twitter was hacked for a few years, but it was like, a hacked for like a good purpose, I guess. Yeah, it was just really <laughs> annoying because like, 
I, I had no control over it. Yeah. Like, like it was just supporting, uh, or, and, or like it was against internet censorship or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. And like, I think the net neutrality laws that had just came into place, which is kind of a scary thing that I don't know much about, but from what I understand from them is that certain like internet providers can charge or can slow down your internet for a certain place. Like, so like, say like they don't get along with Netflix or HBO, they can slow down your internet for any website they want which is not internet freedom and kind of scary. Like they could th theoretically charge you more for a internet package that doesn't slow down anything. <laughs> I, I know where that all started too, because like I, I was following some page and it was like, oh, sign this petition, whatever, whatever, like electrically sign it. And basically I just had to retweet something and there was like some little agreement that came up that I was signing it. I was like, okay, whatever, because whenever you have to, like, agree to terms and conditions on the internet, you just naturally <laughs> scroll through everything. Stop doing that, because they will hack your Twitter, and you will have no control over it I was, for almost I, two years. I didn't read the whole thing, but I saw this either tweet or, like, this headline of an article where people, by agreeing to the Wi-Fi terms, also agreed to, like, scrub toilets at this restaurant. Yeah, like, you read the terms of agreements, and just so you guys know, I am back on Twitter, at Sir Michael Wells. Yeah, sorry for uh, not mentioning that earlier, but, yeah, any guests, we always want them to promote whatever they're doing. Follow him at Sir Michael Wells. Uh, follow me at Ann Magella. Uh I don't have many <laughs> followers. I've literally gained zero since I started this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, we're in the early stages. We don't, uh... You don't advertise much, so let's get it going. Um, all right, so for politics tonight, our main story is celebrities and celebrities running for office. Um, and we live in Michigan, as you know, because we just talked about the Lions and the Tigers, but Kid Rock is apparently serious about running for the U.S. Senate. <sighs> Why? Yeah, someone who flaunts confederate flags at his concerts and is a uh, American badass. And, and that's uh, oh my god, this whole confederate flag thing with Kid Rock really gets me, because Kid Rock's like from the east side. You're not from the fucking country. Stop <laughs> it. Just stop it. Right, yeah, it's literally just for like, just to connect to an audience that you wouldn't connect to because that's not who you, I mean it is who he is. I don't know. I, uh, how is that who I he is know. though? But the Confederate flag... Showing your southern roots, what, Here. your southern Michigan Let's roots, look it up. fucking asshole. Let's look up. All right, so I'm pretty sure from what I've heard that the Confederate flag that everyone knows is just their battle flag, and the true Confederate flag is nothing like that. Kid Rock used to have a high-top fade and was the DJ for Mount Clemens Prom in 1990. You're not southern, bro. You're not a fucking redneck. Stop acting like one. You're from fucking southeastern Michigan. <laughs> God damn. Yes, uh, we were like uh, very anti-Confederates, I believe. So this is what this is what the true Confederate flag looks like. It's a, a flag with the blue upper left corner. Well, it goes down to about a third of the flag and goes across about a third. Um, you know, and it's got blue with like a number of stars, like thirteen or something, and then red and. Uh, two red stripes and one and one white stripe. So that is, if everyone wants to say they're Confederates, then uh, fly that flag and you're proud of that history. Fly that flag. Don't fly 
um, the flag that we're all used to, which is just their battle flag. Which is just a symbol of racism. Yeah, yeah, it's literally a symbol of racism, and that's what that's kind of what everyone means it for. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, kid Rock's fucking first kid is mixed. Like you have a black kid, and you fly that flag at your concert. He's a symbol of a. Uh, of, just of just, southern identity. And it's just for money, too, you fucking asshole. God, I hate... I really fucking hate Kid Rock. Yeah, well, I mean, the main issue is that... Is this what our future looks like? Because celebrities can run for office. Surprise, it didn't happen sooner. Because of their fan support, because of the internet, and because of... You know, just how generally popular they are. I mean, they're very important these days in terms of politics and whatnot. They shouldn't be. But there's not, not really anything we can do. So this is what we got so far. What's he running for? Like, he's trying to be like a state senator or something like that? He's trying to be one of the Michigan state senators, which yeah. is scary. Because uh, the, the, the 2018 election is big for Democrats. Like, we all... I mean, I'm... I'm pretty sure you uh, are a Democratic person. Huh? Oh, yeah, baby. So we got to go out there in droves and vote. And, and I don't know. I don't know who you voted for for the election, but uh, this election has taught me the importance of like voting for Real realistic party. candidates. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh, I mean, I voted for Hillary Clinton, but I didn't campaign for her, and I didn't say anything nice about her the whole time. And I regret that deeply because I really think that our combined support for Bernie Sanders helped him win Michigan as a state. Um, and we could have done that for the Democratic candidate. Yeah, we're going I, against such an evil force in Trump. But if we're going to go against something like like Kid Rock, we're going to have to just support whoever is the front runner for the Democrats. Let's see if Big Sean wants to run against him. <laughs> I think Big Sean's interested. Tweet him. Um, Okay, so there is, there is, he is not, Kid Rock isn't the only celebrity planning to run. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner uh, joins the celebs mulling run for political office, according to NBC News. Um, okay. Let me just read you like a little bit of this. She's kind of hot. Am I wrong? Yeah, she's hot for a penis. For, penis for a dude who dressed like a chick, she, you know, can get, she can get it. Yeah, she, you know, she probably is really <laughs> transgender, and I don't want to say anything bad about trans, uh, People, but something about Caitlyn Jenner just makes me think it's for a show. But assuming it's not, then oh, everything about this makes me think it's for a show. Just because you're just a born reality TV star, but right. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know any trans people, so it's it's hard for me to relate to them. Because as far I just, as you know, I guess you, as far as I know, you yeah. could know some. Yeah, I would love to have to, to to know a trans or be friends with a trans person just to understand more, but listen to podcasts with them and they you know it sounds just like anything else just like being straight just like being gay just another way of life and it's probably a lot harder for them than anything that we ever ever have to go through 2017 do it like makes you happy right but still just because you're famous caitlin jenner doesn't mean you should run (laughs) for a political office so let's see what this says Caitlyn Jenner has joined the list of celebrities who are considering running for political office in the United States following the election of formerly former reality TV star Donald Trump as president. God, I can't believe it started off like that, that big. <laughs> <laughs> like the first famous, super famous celebrity run for office just got the president. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fucking joke. It was like the biggest 
off and it's not like he ran for like fucking I'm running for supreme leader of earth <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> alright anyways the decorated Olympian who came out as transgender in 2015 said she would decide in the next six months or so whether to run for US Senate in California okay well that's okay that's 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 you know this is fine if it's in California, if it's for Senate, I don't know if it's fine. It's not fine. It's what Kim Rock's doing. She's going to be Democratic, right? Of course she's going to be Democratic. Okay. I don't care what party you are. What the fuck do you have to do with I do care what party you I, are. I do, but at the same time, The Republicans time, are dead without celebrities, I feel like. If Donald Trump didn't run... Uh, actually, that's not true. Um, if... <laughs> if Donald Trump... Oh, how do I say this? Okay, so... Republicans are never going to have a popular vote win again. Like, Hillary Clinton won by 3 million votes. And unless every single fraudulent vote voted against her and, uh, you know, all that whole jazz that Donald Trump is crazy to think. Because <laughs> no states have reported any. And the only, the only election fraud that has happened was with Russia, who supports Donald Trump. But that's a different topic for every single other podcast I do. America is a laughing stock. We're just proving this as this goes on. But um, I'm afraid of celebrity. Like I'm definitely, definitely afraid of Kid Rock running for Senate in Michigan because we already have Democratic senators, and Kid Rock's got such a big following here, and he all he has to do is say some racist shit and just everyone will come out on the road woodworks for him. He has a fucking black kid. Where does he get off with this kind of shit? That I don't know. We need a, he needs to have like I don't know we have I know I think it's Debbie Stabenow and Gary Peters are our senators. I know Debbie Stabenow's one, but um if they're gonna be running for re election they're gonna have to and they're not going to they're gonna have to like bash him hard and I don't know, everyone's gonna be more involved because of this last election and Play because some of the of his internet. old music. This guy had a fucking album. I'm pretty sure his debut album was called Sandwiches and Grits for Breakfast. <laughs> and half of the album is talking about getting drunk and doing fucking cocaine. I got it. I can't. And it was a rap album. It was a rap album. That's what really fucking gets me. I can't imagine watching a debate between to have a Kid high Rock top fade and lived in Mount Clemens. What the fuck? You know, and this isn't even the biggest of them all. No, it's not the biggest of them all. Kid, or not Kid Rock. Uh, the Rock. The people's Not champ. Kid Rock. The Rock is running. Finally, The Rock has come back to run for president. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I mean, I like The Rock. I like his new acting. Like I really like Ballers. And, uh, um, you know, I think he's a great... Uh, uh, Growing, oh, see, growing you like Dwayne actor. Johnson. I like The Rock. Oh. I like fucking... <laughs> when I was a kid, The Rock was like my fucking hero. He had my when favorite ending move. What, the, peop- the people's elbow? Yeah. That was the shit. That's the most electrifying move in sports entertainment. Can't tell you how many times I did it to my brothers. And I, no one is better at the people's elbow than me besides The Rock. Oh, dude. I, Let's see yours. People's elbow? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's that thing where he raises his eyebrow? Where it's, it's just... Isn't, isn't that called something? That's just him raising his eyebrows. No, I swear that's called something. I, I Dude, I really don't think it's called anything. If it's not, then I'm going to look like an idiot. It's, it's all it's nine not. When I was a kid, like, you don't understand. Like, I'll still get, like, wrestling videos popping up on my Facebook and I watch it all. 
It's not called anything. It's just his fucking eyebrow raise, bro. It's not called anything. People's eyebrow. Oh, okay. I guess if you really want to call it something, you can call it that. But the Rock's people eyebrow remix. The yeah, best Rock. That's the what Rock people, does people's eyebrow. That's what people who weren't fans of wrestling in the Attitude Era call him raising his eyebrow. That's actually pretty good. You do a really good job of it. I am the best at the people's eyebrow besides the Rock. Do you think you're the best at that? Yes. It doesn't matter. If you think you're the best at that. <laughs> See, like if the, if the Rock was running and not Dwayne Johnson, I would vote for the Rock. Um. <laughs> He'd be sitting in the White House wearing Versace button-up shirts, unbuttoned, wearing some fucking sunglasses at night. <laughs> Who'd you vote for, Kid Rock or the Rock's eyebrow? The Rock's eyebrow. <laughs> for a racist with a black kid. Yeah, how can you be a racist with a black kid? How can you just... God. And the thing is, is so many people in Michigan are going to vote for him because he made his shitty-ass concert so fucking dirt cheap so everyone can go to it. Yeah, and he's got, like, the first... I don't know, he's got, like, seven nights in a row at Little Caesars Arena coming up. God, right, right, let's just fucking blow Little Caesars Arena up to get Oh, my gosh, my... We, we got to get back to the fair <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, what we need to do is, like... I don't know. It's hard. We need to like learn how this new life with the internet, like basically, up in like attached to us almost. It is attached to this us. This is the prime of the internet right now. This is this is something. Oh, this is something I was I wanted to talk about. All right. So um, so before the internet, we were both kids before the internet came out. Right. Um. Well, like, before the internet was like a big deal. Right. When were you, what year were you born? Ninety two. Okay, so I'm 91, so we're just, yeah. we're the same age, like the basically. Internet, the internet was, like, around around that time, but it was, like, a rare commodity. No, it, it came out, I think, in, like, the 2000s, so, like, oh, our no, very no, early the years. The internet came out in, like, the mid-90s. It came no. out, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's see. Like, I, I think... Internet, no, the internet came out in, like, the mid-90s, if not earlier than that. What year did the internet just, came out? <laughs> oh, look at that. The golden age of the internet. Okay. Yeah, ninety one. That is okay. Okay. But it was it wasn't like something in every household until like the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. I remember when, I don't remember what year, but I remember, the like dial up internet and stuff. Oh, that was the worst. So that was like probably one of the biggest. That was the biggest thing that happened to probably culture. Since electricity was invented. Yeah, I'd say TV. You think so? Yeah. Electricity, dude. Electricity was invented in like the... But TV's just like radio with... Pic- okay, so I guess... But think about what all right, TV so I guess, Alright, so these are probably the big things. So, electricity, radio... I don't know if it... It get, definitely came out. Electricity, radio, TV, internet. and then the internet. But the internet like combines all of those. Yeah. And then what do you think... What do you consider next? Oh, God. Furbies? Furbies. <laughs> Pokemon social, Go. Social media. <laughs> so, uh, smartphones. I would say I would say social media then smartphones. Because yeah. smartphones can adapt to. Something. I feel like social media wasn't that big of a thing until everyone had a smartphone though. But it was. It was really big for. Uh, I mean, we were all on it. Our parents. It was something we were yeah, all. I remember coming everyone home. Had. I remember coming home with my flip phone and signing into AIM. Mm-hmm. I remember. I never. I remember just being on AIM on my computer and, like, checking my MySpace and stuff. Yeah, back when social media was so simple. And, and like, now I'm fucking, like, every, like, 20 minutes old. Let's see what Facebook's saying about Yeah, now it's like I wake up in the morning and I can't 
get out of bed without like checking everything. Let's see twice. what meme is popular today. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Apparently, like, it's Trump steaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I always think like because uh, of the internet culture and like the social media culture we're living, like, all right, I've, I've been tending to think like. I wonder what what's gonna be like the next big thing. Like right now, I think the next or the thing is like probably just dying off. But was big was like that thing where it's like, how are you gonna blank like black on one side and then the next side is like a video of somebody like overdoing something. Oh, that, I'm so over that. Like that's yeah, but that's that's what was it. What what I mean, so you can think like, all right, I wonder what's the next big popular thing. So that's gonna happen any day now, and there's no way to predict it. Well, the next big thing because that came before this. And I'm even, I, it's so stupid because it really is based off of nothing. But these little things on Facebook, like, uh, what's something that means a lot to you? Click here, and it's like, you click on it, and then it says, like, okay, continue on your Facebook as Mike. And you click on it, and it's like, it'll show you, like, a person on your friends list who they think means a lot to you, but it's really just someone who gives you the most clicks. That's something that's catching on right now. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, really? Because I like I'm I don't know why the fuck I do this. I just get so bored, and it's like just so. I'm just curious as what they say, but here let me look it up. Like the last one I did, because I seriously see like one a day. So wait, explain it a little more. So it's like it's like it's just something on Facebook you get to send into, and then it will give you like an answer. Yeah, it's like if you answer if you do like take one of those stupid quizzes on like. Oh, Facebook. I take a lot of quizzes, but I but don't. I don't let quiz. anything post to my face. This is something that you just. I only post them if they're funny. Like it was. Uh, here's what I did Saturday. It says, "Who are you really?" And I clicked on it. <laughs> And no, it, that's been going on for a long time. Really? I just feel like it hasn't really ca- like caught on until now. I clicked on it. This is Who Are You Really? And it says, This is Mike. He is the one who can make everyone laugh with his great sense of humor. He lives, <laughs> he, <laughs> he lives in the present and doesn't take life so seriously. He apologizes if he makes a mistake. He is not egotistic and respects everyone around him. He is the kind of person who will cheer you up when you are low. He is responsible and fun at the same time. You can always count on him. He is quite perfect. This is like about 50% accurate. Oh, really? I, <laughs> I, I think the only thing that's accurate is I'm quite perfect. And I even like shared it and said I am quite perfect, aren't I? That's the only thing you thought was accurate out of that? Oh, I mean, I'm funny. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you are okay, funny. but no, that one was like... That one was like Okay, wait, like, you're you're explaining a fad that's been around forever. There's just always been quizzes online. Dude, but this isn't a quiz. You just log into this thing and it And doesn't he ask you a question, just randomly just, generates it just an answer for you. Randomly generates a So why do you waste your time with Dude, because I, I don't fucking know, but that's what I'm saying. It's a thing now because like It always has been a thing. No, the quizzes have been a thing, but these have not been a thing until Okay, then these are then that means the world is getting dumber. The world is getting dumber. Because that's just nothing. Because you know my friend Dave. Wow, I really am like this. This is so right. And this is, no, but it's, it's not right. Because you know my friend Dave Lore, who is a certified degenerate piece of shit, he did the same thing. He's got a paper for it and everything. This is Dave. He makes imperfections look beautiful and strong look powerful. He carries the weight of the world on his shoulders and makes it look like a bag of feathers. Like, he is not afraid to fly. Uh, He's a piece of shit. And these things are all like just I ridiculous. I have to stop you. Why? I, yeah. No, the, it, it's generated out of nothing. This is... Just stupid shit. 
This is no shit. Uh, yeah. But this is like somebody texting me, hey, what am I? And then me saying, like, oh, you're a fucking guitar. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're probably a... But you guys are the next thing. I see this shit, like, all day. Like, that's what I kind of fucking... You're probably just, like, a translucent bar guarding the southern border of the United States. <laughs> Watch out for that big bag of drugs. Uh, um, yeah, so my real question is... Okay, so besides... Like, we can't... Pre- we, we agree. We can't predict what's coming next for, like, the Facebook community. You can't, like, what memes can be popular or what... Like, what thing is going to happen next, you know? You know, like, there was... So there's like the uh, what's what's the thing where you're all stand the mannequin challenge, before that there was like the uh, what's the one where like if everyone's doing normal and it's like building up techno and then everyone's like going crazy. Oh, uh, the Harlem Shuffle. Yeah, the Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake, but the Harlem Shake is like an actual thing. So what I'm thinking is like, okay, what's next? There's gonna be something cool next that everyone's gonna love. But what the bigger question is, what's next for society? App, not not with something that's on the secluded social media. Like, what's the next big invention? Exploring Mars. It's not an invention. I guess it is. Um, I know the Chinese teleported the photon into space, which is a big deal, but also at the same time not a big deal because a photon's like. I mean, I don't know if that is even true. Maybe, but you know, what you know what I think it might be. Like, what if we discover aliens? I feel like that's right around the corner. I mean, that'd be awesome. Or what if we find out the Earth is actually flat? No. The Earth is... Okay, <laughs> we were, me, Jake, and uh, Corey Kramer were talking about this today, dude. There's no fucking way. There is a growing number of people who believe it. Yeah, there are a growing number of people who will vote for fucking Kid Rock <laughs> and The Rock. No, trust me. I know it's... There's nothing I'm more certain of that the Earth is round. It's ridiculous. I mean, the only way for the Earth to be flat is if gravity just doesn't exist. But for some reason, all the other laws of physics do. Do you see us sitting on the ground without floating into the air? That's gravity. <laughs> How many people think the Earth is flat? Oh, well, again, let me, all right, I've, I've looked up a lot about flat Earth theory, so let me tell you some of the things. Okay, so so the gravity thing. They think that so the Earth is a flat disk. And they think the reason we're, uh, we have gravity is because we're going at a certain amount of speed, so we're being pulled down. Because, you know, that would happen. That makes sense, according to the laws of physics. Like, you know, if you're going up faster, you're going to yeah. pull towards the side, like a Gravitron. Yeah. So that's what they think for that. God, that's just so fucking ridiculous that people believe that. Because it it's, like, it's like high-profile people think that, too. Like, do you know Shaquille O'Neal is a big believer in the Flat Earth Theory? Dude, I swear it's just because they watch... I'm going to pause this podcast and show you one video. And uh, <laughs> honestly, I was like, okay, what... What, what, that, Nothing that, is going to make me think that Earth is flat. Okay, okay, well, hold on a second. Uh, okay, so we started watching a video about why the Earth was flat, and uh, they had ads and YouTube, just so you know, because I'm sure you're listening. Um, I'm not going to watch your fucking videos if there's going to be ads interrupting them. Did you really not know that YouTube has ads in, like, the middle of their videos now? No, I didn't. Oh, dude, there's, there's videos now, like, if, say, they're, like, 20 minutes long, they'll have, like, three or four ads in the video. That's ridiculous. That's why I got on YouTube Red. How much is that? I don't know. It's probably like five bucks a month. Are you on it? No. <laughs> what are you I don't about? care about a ten-second ad every like ten minutes. Dude, um, you know Facebook started doing ads in the middle of videos. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Well, that. they have at least for me like when I, at least when I don't click on them and I just watch them on my timeline. Which autoplay videos? I love those. Oh, actually. Wait, what videos? Autoplay. 
What is it? Oh, like where it just keeps going. Like you don't click on it and it just plays if you're scrolling through your timeline, you just like stop and it plays. Yeah. Genius idea. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of terrible because I would never, I would never get stuck on Facebook without those audio play, autoplay videos. Oh, dude. Same. Like I. Like, I'm not gonna click on it because I don't want to like wake my girlfriend up sleeping next to me and like listen to a video or you know I'd have to like turn my volume down or something. But now I can just like watch it and like now there's, there's always subtitles. Yeah, now. yeah, definitely. But uh, the ads in the middle of those actually I kind of like them because it's like okay I'm not watching this and especially if I can't hear right. it. Fuck this! I'm scroll. scrolling through it. But okay, this whole flat Earth thing is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no, it is. And we and we shouldn't even spend any more time talking about it and we should get back to what we were t- we were talking about. What's the next big technolo- technological advancement that's going to change our lives? But I want to know how come flying cars aren't a thing yet. Cuz they're just like we already have planes. Yeah. Would, there would be like a lot more crashes into houses though. I still feel like there's a good Like you would have to build domes around the house cuz you could just Drunk people would still fly cars. Oh, like the way that there's do- a dome around the flat world. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, I don't know what the best. I guess we'll have to just wait and see. I mean, it could be something with virtual reality. Um, that's getting more popular, and it's it hasn't been perfected yet, but it could be cool. Um, or there won't be one, and this is it. Global warming will kill us all. Um, Nick, global warming's not real. Okay, shut up. <laughs> it's real. It's happening. <laughs> uh, it's Even scarier I think, I think than you think. the summer's been, like, cooler than the last couple summers. You think so? I feel like the last couple summers we had, like, really massive heat. And then, maybe if you're referring to specifically where we are, but not the rest of the world, or especially not Phoenix, where our friend and brothers live. Oh, well, no, Michigan's the only thing They couldn't matters. even fly planes there at some point this year because of how hot it was. Wait, really? Yeah, they couldn't They couldn't take... They cancel flights. Because of how hot it was? Yeah, and it messed with, like, their landing capabilities. Shit, I know that. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what, what would be the next big technological advancement that would compare to the most recent one, which would have been the smartphone, right? We were going to call it the smartphone? Yeah. I guess smart watches. Yeah, they, they, they kind of fell apart. Um, normal watch. Oh, I'm not even wearing my watch. Yeah, me either. Don't you feel weird now wearing your watch? Yeah, I do. Look, I have a look tan- at this tan line. Dude, I was just going to say, look at oh, this tan line. Hey, yeah. brothers. Yes, dude, yes. <laughs> Except for you look pink around yours. Yeah, no, you actually have an actual tan line. I'm just a little pink. Um, okay, so let's think. Okay, um, it's got to be... So the, the, we're, we're in agreement with the last big one with smartphones. And it's not going to be anything like that. It's got to be something completely different. Like, maybe, it, you know what it probably is? Driverless cars. Yeah, no problem. Wouldn't they say they would have that, like... They already have it. Like, like they have, they are testing it in cities. They, actually, no, uh, Ford's testing one out in Dearborn. Well, they have it. Like, I've seen it, like, drive by, which is really weird. Yeah, that's that's weird. the next big thing. But like the, they said it would be, like, a, an actual thing, like, when, like, 2020 or something like that. Which is... Two and a half years yeah. away. Less than that. Or, or sorry, three and a half. Wait. No, that's like two years. Two away. and a half years away. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. Jeez, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the only one driving on the roads, filling vending machines. And I'm just gonna be like, ro- I'm even <laughs> be even more alone road in my rage. job. You're just gonna have road rage against <laughs> fucking robots. No, it'd be great. No one will be driving like an asshole except for me. 
And when we, I don't even drive like an asshole. Just sometimes, you know, like, I accidentally stop at green lights because I'm just thinking about something. And like, oh shit, this light's not blinking yellow. If it's you just get green. at by a fucking robot, you're a terrible I driver. can't tell you how many times... I, well, I can, a few. But uh, I stopped at blinking yellow lights a bunch because I think they're yellow lights. Yeah. And I'm just like sitting there like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot car's lining up around you. <laughs> All right, but... Uh, <laughs> I did that a couple weeks ago, like in the fucking hood. Oh wow! And I was like, people were probably so mad at me. I probably almost got shot. <laughs> well, uh, Mike, this podcast is—we're running out of time here, so uh, I just want to quickly thank you so much for coming on this. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I love having a guest. Um, and yeah, you're a great one to talk with. Uh, really wish you watched Game of Thrones because if you continue to be on this, it's gonna really ruin. All of my entertainment segments. Next week, I'll drag Jake along to talk Game of Thrones with you. All right, cool. That, that'll and probably work. next week, we are not drinking Bel Air Brown, brought to you by Shorts Brewing Company. Yes, uh, Bel Air, uh, or sorry, Shorts, we don't really like your beer, but this week... That two-star rating went back down to a one and a half. I was <laughs> wrong. It was a one and a half the whole time. All right, everybody. Well, me and Mike personally want to thank you for splitting six with us. Please... Follow us, subscribe to us, download our episodes on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Addict. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow Mike at Sir Michael Wells on Twitter, follow me at Enwagella. Um, love you all. We'll see you all again next. Uh, this will be released on Tuesday, though. It was recorded on Monday. Later. Peace.